This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Hallowell and Chris Field, the Church Boys. From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. I hate these guys. Well, surprise, surprise! We Happy Thanksgiving! So we had told you last week, uh, you know, we're just going to go ahead and we'll just post this on the weekend after Thanksgiving. So last, last show was supposed to be the last time we talked to you before Thanksgiving. But we decided, you know what? Let's get this thing wrapped up and let's post this before Thanksgiving so that so that Mrs. Pedro has something to listen to other than Pedro. See, I was right, though. I told you that people yeah. would well, they're clamoring. hear from us before Thanksgiving. <laughs> they're, because they're clamoring for it, right, Billy? Yeah, they're di- yes, the, pe- <laughs> the people love us. They're dying for it. Oh, all right. I, so. Here's what I want to do. I want to just... I be, look, we have a lot to be thankful for. Absolutely. Well, uh, well we you do. do. You do. I have little to be thankful for, but you've got a ton <laughs> to be thankful. I mean, let's be honest. Come on. Come Whatever. on. Whatever. Um... Look, here's well, I don't know. Your mom's not calling into the show every minute, so you you can be thankful for that. Uh, but only because she's not. I want to. I want to just. I want to like just call people on the phone, like okay. Blaze people on the phone. All right, that and be like, like fun. hey, Blaze editor, w- what are you thankful for? Okay, like, just, but not tell them we're doing right. it. Just do right. it. Well, yeah, we can't give them a heads up, but then we'll record. We need to let them know they're being recorded. Well, I don't. know. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Okay. All right, let's, let's just do, do this. this. That sounds I'm, like fun. Let's do it. You've got the numbers? All right, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to call really quickly Liz Klimas, Ooh, our science yay, and tech Liz. editor. How All about right. we call her and see? Is she even a thankful person? I think she is, but let's see. I know she's, she's All right. very, she's too nice. She's so nice. Yeah. All right, I'm calling her. Let's see. Right. There it is. There's the ring. I'm going to play an applause line for her when she comes on. Why is she not picking up? She doesn't recognize the number, do you suppose? Text her and tell her to pick up the phone. Or she's writing our she's probably writing that thankfulness piece that she's you know, she bothered all of us about. Uh well, all right, we're gonna move on to the next no, one. No, let's get her. Let's go and we, we gotta get her. Hi, you're free to live climate. Please leave a message and I will call you back as soon as possible. Thank you. At the tone, please message. record your message. When message. you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. I like cookies. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy I already Thanksgiving. hung up. So the only message she got was, I like cookies. Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. You know, she's going to wonder who left that message. <sighs> she's not on Slack right now either. Maybe she's living a life. All right. Let's not call allowed. Jason you work Howerton. At the blaze, you're not allowed. Let's call Jason Howerton. I sickly, think I think that sickly Jason Howerton. His, his well, yeah, he is sick, and his te- his Texan accent. I think people are dying to hear I think right it's now. It's a fake Texan accent. I don't think he's actually from Texas. Yeah, sometimes it sounds like Ecuadorian. I don't know. All right, here, hold on. I'm calling. <laughs> Ecuadorian. What is an Ecuadorian? I don't know. I just picked a place. It's like Carmen Sandiego. You just pick a place and you insult Jason Howerton with... Speaking of Carmen Sandiego, did you hear that game's coming back? Who? Carmen Sandiego. 
But that's like coming yeah. back. Like yeah, the app has bad reviews, though. I, oh, really? I'm the one who sent you that link. I don't know why you're yeah. trying to inform me. Oh, I forgot you did that. Hello? Hello? Hi, this is Jason Howardson. Yeah? Hi, I'm calling from Montgomery and Associates. How you doing today? I don't know. I'm doing okay, but I heard y'all talking before, so like, I, I know it's just not who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jason Howerton. Oh. <laughs> it's so annoying right now. <laughs> what, what, is, what is this? You're, why? You are on the air. <laughs> Again, why? Why? Well... We wanted to call because we can't get you. enough of you, Jason. Obviously, that's right, Jason. That's right. That's exactly right. We wanted to ask you because we're asking Blaze staff members, "What are you thankful? What are you most thankful for?" And you need to tell us Outs- on the spot out- right now. Outside of this phone, <laughs> outside of this phone call, what are you most thankful for? Yeah, you. This is the this is the worst thing that you could possibly do to me right now because you're sick. Oh, really? which makes it more entertaining. Okay, as soon as we hang up, we're going to call him right back. I should have I should have hung up, but I y'all messed it up. Y'all could have got something good. There it is, y'all. Y'all drink. Yeah. It's okay. So are you we were just ta- we were just I know I want to get to what you're thankful for in a minute. Now Billy says, Oh, if we can understand him over his Texas accent. Are you are you born and raised Texan? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Just curious. So polite. What are you thankful for? Just tell us. What am I thankful for? Um I'm thankful for uh my wife, I'm thankful for. Hey, you only get one. Oh yeah, you only get one. All right, well, what are you doing tomorrow for Thanksgiving? That's our other question for you, and then we're hanging up on you, and we're playing this okay, for the world here. Wait, I can't wait until you hang up on me. It's gonna be the greatest <laughs> moment of my life. Um, you know, we're we're not doing anything special. We're uh, my wife's uh, hosting for uh, for her parents. And okay. so we're just hanging out. She's going to cook some food. I'm going to watch some football and, and, and be sick. Can you, Good. like, make yourself useful and help her, please? Don't. You're going to hurt the food. No. no. All right. Well, you know what, Jason? You've been wonderful. Yes. Um, any been final words? Yeah, next time you want to prank call me, don't mess it up so it'll be funny, actually. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. All right. He's been hung up on. Let's, let's, let's move on to the next. <laughs> let's, let's move on to the next one. Michael Pelka. Oh, that was loud. How do you feel about Michael Pelka? Should Absolutely, we call Michael yeah. Pelka? Give, him a, give him a buzz. See what he says. I don't really believe that he could have hurt us, but I mean that would have been amazing. He almost no, he was, wanted to know what Montgomery and Associates was, and I, I know, so I had to. I would have had to come up with something. I know, but I think that he heard us. Like right when he picked up, we were still talking to each other before you said this is Montgomery and Associates or whatever you said. I think that's what he heard. So dumb. All right. Should we try to prank Mike too? Let's just talk let's to Mike. Prank let's just Mike. Talk let's to talk to him. He's actually. <laughs> I love that picture of Mike. <laughs> I gave him, I sent him that picture. It's that picture from the TD America or the bank or whatever. Hello. Hello. Is, is this, this Michael Palka? Hold on a second. <laughs> or is this the Hold help? Hold on a second. Hang on. He's driving. Hello. Are we going to cause an accident? You're not driving, are you? We might. Mike? Yeah. Hello. Hi, it's your friends, Billy and Chris. How are you? My friend Billy and Chris. <laughs> Is that Chris with a K or a C? It's, it's Chris, Chris uh, Christopherson. Well, you there? Do you not understand who what's happening right now? <laughs> Are you there, Mike? 
Happy Drinksgiving. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's kind of Mike, how it feels. Um, you are on the air with the Church Boys, and um, all right. no, I'm not. You are. <laughs> well, no, you're being recorded. Well, can you? J- it makes it more dramatic to say you're on the air. Okay, you're on the air. You are on the air. <laughs> no, you, you have to say that, or I can sue you. Well, not until we publish it. That's true. Oh my God! <laughs> um, sound like he's been drinking heavily. Mike, are you is okay? This a good time. Is this a good time to ask you what you're thankful for? Because that's why we called. Um. Sure. Why not? What are you? You get one thing. What are you thankful for? Oh man, just one thing, huh? Hmm. I, I'm thankful that I have friends who think I'm drinking while I'm driving and listen <laughs> to their horrible phone connections because. Your phone is crapping out all the it's I'm hearing Well no. Okay, so you're calling and asking what I'm thankful for. I'm very thankful that thirty years ago I stumbled into a situation that turned an an avocation into a vocation. Hmm. And I went from a life in the normal business world wearing suits and ties and doing executive search work to getting into radio and journalism. And I, it, if that hadn't happened, I can only imagine what ledge I'd be standing on today, talking myself into or out of jumping. <laughs> so there it is. There you go. That's a good one. Well, I like it. I like that. And what are you doing tomorrow to commemorate Turkey Day? Well, I, I always cook. It's been 30 plus years that I have cooked a turkey on Thanksgiving and before I had a wife and, and that extended family, we, I always opened my door to whomever was in the town where I lived and said, if you don't have a family, come over Whoever... and bring something, a covered, covered dish, a bottle, whatever. And this, is, <laughs> this will be like 32 years. Wow. Yeah. So when do you do this at your New York apartment, just open the door and whoever's in the hallway, come on in? Or is this you do this down in... Uh... At your house. Yeah, that didn't work out too well in uh, Manhattan. No, uh, <laughs> we live in Delaware. Right. Ninety percent of the year, and uh, we we have in a little small town here. We we cook for um, myself, Donna, her brother, uh, his brother's other half, and uh, and this year her mom. This will be the first oh. year we don't have her dad with us, so it's going to be kind of a a little quieter around the table. But I think we'll all be a little tighter knit because yeah. of it. So all it's, right. it's going to be a, a year to be thankful that we all still have each other and uh, we'll sally forth, as they say. Well, listen, Mike, I appreciate your brief appearance. We want to have you on soon because I need you to help me make fun of Chris for a segment. <laughs> so we'll talk about that off. Well, that's what Wait a minute. That hardly it's seems silly, please. Yeah, uh, one segment hardly seems enough. <laughs> there may there may be more than one. We'll have to wait okay. and see. I, I I long for the day when you go. Hold on to that thought. Can we come back after the commercial? To finish the assault on Chris um, And then there'll be a fake commercial break, which right. is what happens on this show. So um, be be prepared be prepared for that. Um, all right, Mike. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, I'm hanging Mike. up now. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. 
God bless the church boys because they certainly need it. Yes, that is true. Agreed, totally. <laughs> and that was Satan, folks. Um, <laughs> so the can I, can you, I just wait? No, miss can him I, in our. We have had those transitions. Can I? Can I just say? Can I just say? I love that guy. I Michael Palka I love my is genuine. He is genuinely one of the nicest people on the planet. I I just love Michael Palka. How he puts up with some of the chicaneries around this place is beyond me, but I love the guy. Oh, I t- I t- oh man. Okay, listen. Every listen. office needs a Michael Palco. I think we need to take a quick, I think we need to disconnect and reconnect because I think your connection is a little bit off. Really? I can hear you just fine, but I'll, we'll go ahead and we'll take, we'll, t- we'll let, let's take one of our fake commercial breaks and we'll just come right back you and continue s- to you harass. You sound like you're on a telephone to me. Oh, really? That sounds fine here, it just but started. we'll just, we'll just I wonder if it's with that call to Mikey. Well, let's take a break. Well, when you phone Satan, sometimes you can expect technology to be a little bit <laughs> okay. rickety. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll come back in just a minute. All right. Back to the church boys. All right. Well, I think we've got the technical, technical, technological issue <laughs> the tick the, the tick tick difficulties i think it's i think it's fixed so i don't think it impacted the audio that we recorded but uh it was impacting our communication with each other which for once it was normally on your i end, would say is a good thing. what's that for once it was on your end which is amazing it was weird all right all right we're calling sarah rivet now good is, old is this sharice mcclare sharice oh you can't Dang it. Oh, you gotta bleep it out. You gotta bleep it out. <laughs> I hate you so much. Hi, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Sharice McClure. Hi, this is Sarah. I'm here. I see a number. I see a number. I don't know. I answer it like a Hi, it's me. It's me, Sarah. <laughs> is this a contributor? <laughs> I actually thought it was, and I was about to get upset because I was like, I don't want to deal with a phone call right now. Right. Well, Sarah, you are dealing with a phone call right now because by the time we're done, you're going to wish that a contributor had called. <laughs> I, that's what I was just thinking. This is probably way worse, huh? We're calling you on the air, which is what dun, I say dun, when dun, we're recording to make people whatever, think yeah. they're um, live. Well, and um, to get you know, past any legal issues in case Sarah wanted to sue us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sarah would probably sue us just oh, for fun, so no, that you could buy for, more essential oils. Just for snicks and giggles. <laughs> Sarah, the reason we're calling you is we called our favorite Blaze people to ask them two questions, but you they wouldn't pick, pick up. One so, thing. But they wouldn't pick up, so we called you. <laughs> so you ended up calling me instead. I'm your third choice. I'm on the bottom of the barrel of your favorite Blazers. Well, I don't know. If you look down the list, we called Jason Howerton, who was ill. <laughs> So you oh, could, that's just cruel. Right. Favorite could be could mean many different things. But um let me let me ask yes. you, Mike, you you yes, asked okay, well, Let me ask question. you this though first. Do you think Jason's gonna hang us at the stake for that? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> hang us. Uh, I'm like J- Jason said for those for those who aren't in our internal conversations <laughs> as a staff, Jason said, "Do you want to hang me at the stake today?" And I was like, uh, "Steaks are for burning, Jason, not hanging." Well, that um, guy's sick. You know, let's give him a pass. Here. You better not burn a stake. That's sacrilegious. That's blasphemy. S T A K E. 
Speaking of blasphemy, Sarah, um, I'm going to ask you to do something that you don't normally do, and that's to tell us what you're thankful for. <laughs> one, thing, oh one thing you're thankful for, just one. I thought I got to choose between two questions. What's the other choice? No, you don't get to. You have to answer no, them both. We have two <laughs> questions for you. This is the first question. Um, I well. Can I have two? Can I be sarcastic? Can I have a sarcastic one? Oh yes. If there's sarcasm involved, one? you're allowed. <laughs> if there's sarcasm involved, you're allowed more than one. I am thankful that I haven't spent the last week hugging a toilet bowl, and that I'm feeling more human. Good. Um. And what's your sarcastic? So one? there's that one, and then <laughs> that was kind of my sarcastic. Oh, okay. Um. So, and my second one, I guess, is that I'm thankful that I get to spend Thanksgiving with my family, to include my husband and my in-laws, and then my sister and brother-in-law, and then of course my my little girl. Um, I, I know she won't remember this Thanksgiving, but I'll remember it as the the one where she was able to actually eat. Last year, she was just laying there because she was only two months old; she could barely move. She's and, useless. Um, this year just... she'll kind of be interactive and be able to eat turkey and stuff like that, and it'll be fun. Um, you're useless. You're useless. You're just laying there. <laughs> wait a minute, Sarah. Can you please tell me the precise date that a soul was infused into your body? Because this is like the most touchy feely thing you've ever said. Like ever. Um, it's probably I don't know. It, it, I'll chop it up to the hormones because I've been feeling really sentimental lately. So. I oh, love yeah, sentimental Sarah that. because let me tell you, college Sarah was she was also amazing, but for a lot of different reasons. Um, all right, Sarah, <laughs> what was our second question, Chris? I don't even what remember. You, she made well, me forget it do, because she's so are, sentimental. What are you doing? But I think she kind of answered that. She already answered it. That's why yeah. I can't remember. All right, uh, Sarah, we're hanging up on you now. Okay, have a good. Sorry, I can't hear you. Bye, goodbye. I really thing. like hanging up on That's people. That's my new favorite thing that you do. Sorry, I can't. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to start doing it to ever. I'm going to do it to the next celebrity we interview too. Um, <laughs> all right, Liz, I'm going to call Liz Klimas right, back. Do How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, we try to or, call? Te- or text her and say we're calling you. Pick up. She's <clears> not going to then because she hates being on the radio. Well, I feel too, like. Oh, well, that's not bad. true. Tell her it's not that's the radio; not it's a podcast. <laughs> which which gets a lot more play than a lot of radio shows. Um, I'm telling you to pick up her phone. Let's see. Let's see if she'll do it. She's with her in-laws uh, in Florida, so she might be busy. But she's wait. Liz try. is down in Florida. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. She's been working yeah. this week. Just working. Yeah, she's Florida. working from there. She flew down there. I think Sunday. All right. All right. Did you tell you can that? leave a fun, a funny message this time. Did you, oh, she's back on Slack. Hello. Oh, is your son sleeping? I'm whispering because we're in the precarious hours when he's like still kind of like your man still awake. Okay. Well, you're you're live on the. Radio. I can go outside. No, we'll let you go. We'll let you go. You're on the radio show, but we don't want to disturb him. So no, we'll I just go. I went outside. All right. Hi. Hi. Chris wanted Chris wanted to include you. Um, Thanks for the warning, man. Uh, well, there nobody got a warning. Everyone's getting phone calls. You didn't originally. Uh, that's Sarah, awesome. Mike, Jason, and you. You didn't originally get a warning because we tried calling and nobody picked up, and so you got a warning on accident. <laughs> Check your voicemail later. Somebody has a, a pension somebody, for cookies. Somebody likes cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. The reason we're calling you is because we want to know two things. And the first is, what are you thankful for? And you can only choose one thing. I'm sorry. That's it. Only one. Okay. So y'all are probably scooping my my own what are you thankful for story. But uh, my one thing that I'm thankful for is making it through my first year of parenthood. Yes, you did a great job. Your son is alive and well. Yeah. And it's especially special because he was literally born on Thanksgiving Day last year. So, see? Um, Yeah. And what are you doing this year? And what are you doing this year? What What are your plans? I am down in Tampa. Um, which is where my in-laws live. It's beautiful. I'm standing outside right now. There are palm trees, um, like a horse farm across the street. So oh. everything, aside from, from not being in a winter wonderland, which, which I'm more used to being from the Midwest, I think everything will be pretty traditional. You know, the turkey and mashed potatoes. I'm, uh, I, I, uh, I'm making my family's mushroom gravy, All which right. is a Ooh. favorite from my end. So even though I'm on the in-law side, I'm going to bring that side of me in to the dinner. And then I will be watching Home for the Holidays, which I believe is from like 1995, but I watch it every year. Is that a Hallmark? With Robert Downey Jr. in it. Oh, I was going to say, is that a Hallmark Was that movie, after he not. went to prison? <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> he was any, very young. So. Well, probably before, but the other thing, what was I going to, oh, the other thing I was going to ask you, I want to put a plug in for your, because this show is going to go up late tonight, but when is your story coming out about the staff and what they're thankful for? Uh, sometime between my shift, which is going to be like between 9 a.m. and 11. Perfect. All right. Well, this will oh, not great. spoil it then. This, we will not, All right. we will not spoil it for you. Um, everybody read that piece. All right, Liz, it's been fun talking well, to you. Yeah. Send um, me uh, the, the podcast, too, so I can put it in there. Ooh, we will. Ooh, yes, All right, absolutely. I will do that. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh, I can't hear you. I got to go. Um, <laughs> okay, she's gone. <laughs> um, All right, well, I think we need to have our awkward transition now. Okay. Wait, no, should we call a listener to see how to see how to see what they're thankful for? I don't care about what they're... No, I'm kidding. Um, who would we call? Well, we have, we, have, we have called Pedro in the past. I don't have his number handy right now, do you? Um, let's see. When did we talk to him? Well, when did I talk to him? It was this summer. Uh, right? It was in August because I was on my paternity leave that you endlessly chastised me for. Yeah. I don't I can't tell if it's if it's the right number or not. What was You're kind of useless today, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Horribly useless. You have no you have no idea. I no, I can't wait. I cannot wait anymore. I need to fight. About, I need to fight for the rights of the American worker. <laughs> Do you want to call Scott? He's on that island. Yeah, but might still be able to call him. You might need to bleep out island. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to bleep out island. There are thousands of uh, islands across the world. He's on an island. Allegedly. You know, allegedly. Manhattan is an island. So he is a. Well, go. yeah, I okay. guess. All right. Um, so it's just. Be quiet. You're dying to call someone else. Who, well, I, you're I think dying. it's fun. I think it's enjoy. I enjoy it. It's fun. I'm a, All right. I'm, let's I'm call John Seidel. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, let's do. How come I can't get back to my call that I'm supposed to be on? What? Uh, Why are you, what are you saying? Okay. I'm, you're still there, right? This is weird. Yeah, I'm here. Usually I can see you, see you, but I don't see you. I don't see you either, but you know what? Let's just go with it. All right. That's fine. <laughs> it's probably better that right. way anyway. Let's call former front page editor John Seidel. And former friend. And former friend. 
<clears throat> All right. <clears throat> he has bad reception at work, I think. This is John. Hi, man. Please speak with Jonathan Seidel. This is? Hi, Jonathan Seidel. I'm calling from Montgomery and Associates. How are you doing today? Oh, great. Great. I, I've been hoping you'd call. Yes, I'm calling about your floral order. I just wanted to confirm that you're sending 14 flowers to your beautiful bride. Um, I I thought it was going to be more than that. Yes, well, we only have 14 left. It was a rough floral season here. <laughs> can we do can, can we do C on that? Can, why are you going along with this? You're supposed you're supposed to. <laughs> you're you're being the first of all. You're on you're live on the Church Boys, which means you're being recorded for use at a later date. Um. <laughs> And yeah. um, I hope I'm disturbing your day. I hope you don't have off. Do you have off today? Well, I'm trying to leave the office early. <laughs> oh, so we're holding him. We're holding him. We're holding him. We're holding you in the office. Then is that what we're doing? Well, maybe. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say yes. Well, I don't care uh, because how, I have two important questions for be, you. But before he two asks very those important, questions. before he asks those important questions, let me ask something less important. How you doing, man? Ugh. dude. Doing really well. You know, I'm I'm at that stage as a dad yeah. where like like farts and poops like like are really like everything is cute, right? Are you wearing mom so, pants yet? <laughs> he always wears mom pants. <laughs> no, she's wearing my pants. You know, I come out and I'm like I'm like, why is my wife wearing my sweatpants? <laughs> um, but uh yeah, so I'm like I'm really at this giddy stage yeah. um where all these things that my daughter's doing, just everything is cute. So she actually came into the office. My wife and I cooked a little Thanksgiving dinner for my office today. Oh, wow. She came in, had sweet carrots. I mean, so anyway, everything's good. Loving fatherhood. So you cooked cooked for your office mates? Well, so we kind of had this, like, Friendsgiving thing last night from church. And then... We had we kind of made some extras for our office. Right. Oh, you serve so, so you serve leftovers for the office is what you're. <laughs> that's what he did exactly. And see what he's he's doing he's no, doing he's doing at he's he's doing at I am second the same thing he did at the Blaze and that's attempting to buy friends and that's fine. I mean, he's actually literally giving them second. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. That is going to be a tweet. That is going to be a tweet. It's got to be. We, that is awesome. We had to call you because we're we're calling random people um, at the Blaze, and even though you're not at the Blaze anymore, you still in my mind are because I refuse yeah, to accept that you've left us. But yep. we want to know what you're what you're most thankful for. One thing. Man, I'm, I'm just I'm so thankful for the gift of my daughter. Right? Like, I know it sounds so sappy, but. Um, my wife and I were talking um, the other day and, and we were kind of like, A, what did we do with all this time that we had before having <laughs> a, a baby? You don't realize how much time you have. But then, you know, it's it's only, you know, I and I put only in, in air quotes, like it's only been six months, but I just can't imagine my life without her. You know, I mean, just 
what she gives us so much joy. Um, you know, I, I, I catch myself just, you know, thinking about her, you know, as I'm driving and stuff. So just so much joy to our lives uh, that she's added. So yeah. I'm really thankful for her. That's great. That's a really, that's actually really nice. That was really um, thoughtful. That's better than my answer, which was it. Wheat Thins. I love Wheat Thins. <laughs> there's um, nothing, there's nothing <laughs> thin in this world now, that now, you now, like, Billy. Billy, I haven't. What's that? I said, there's nothing in this world that, that's called thin that Billy actually likes. <laughs> Tice <laughs> uh, uh, is white. Yeah, well, and, honestly, and, and then and beautiful. I need to ask you one more thing. What are you doing tomorrow for Thanksgiving? Like, what is your big thing that you guys do? So, um, we are going to my my sister in law's house, um, and she has these two like massive tables that we sit down at. Now, I will say this: two years ago, we did the same thing, and we had lobster. Like we ordered oh, wow. in Maine lobster that came still alive Ugh. and, and like took them. That was our Thanksgiving. Yeah. We just kind of did something different, but this year it's going to be more traditional, um, tur- uh, you know, turkey and everything. My wife is responsible for making green bean casserole and jalapeno cream corn, nice. which is amazing, which we brought great. to the office today for my coworkers. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. And then what I'm, here's what I'm actually really excited about. I think Billy and Chris know this, but I, I'm a huge Christmas fan here. Like, I mean, I've been listening to Christmas music already all month. And um, for the first time, since we now have a house, we are able to get a live Christmas tree. So nice. me, my wife, and my daughter, we are going to go and cut down our own Christmas tree and start a new family tradition on Friday. I love it. Are you just going to the park down the street or what are you doing? (laughs) You're not actually venturing out to the mountains, are you? (laughs) I mean, listen, they have like these, you know, prairie lands here that we will go to. No mountains, but, you know, enough to have some trees and be overpriced. Well, put fake snow on them. John, um, whipped cream yes i owe you a phone call john and i'm gonna call because john and i were texting i owe you a phone call. i'm gonna call you today um but oh, i can't hear i don't know <laughs> um all right so we <laughs> need to move on this show has been a lot of fun it today we talked fun. about this nothing nice. of substance hey, this is, well outside great, of though. people's children and things yeah that I, they love yeah i guess that's actually maybe we maybe there has been substance i don't know on accident it wasn't purposeful <laughs> wait, wait, John just texted me. Call dropped. <laughs> oh, don't darn. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay, right. I can't. Um, these yourself. people think that we actually had a call drop and that they weren't hung up on. Um, should we try? Can you do the awkward transition yes, music? I, I sure can. So, Chris hates the American worker. Chris, do you want to explain? <laughs> I absolutely do. I mean, there's nothing more to be, to be said. I, I hate the American worker. And. That's a wrap. <laughs> well, no, we had a debate. We did. Well, earlier little, this week, a little chat, chat debate, Slack debate, whatever. And Billy's of a mind that all businesses in America should be required to be closed on Thanksgiving. And Not I told him, I told him he's wrong. They should. Right. Every business, except for the businesses that would inconvenience Billy if they were closed, such as convenience stores for last-minute roll pickup or vegetable pickup or potatoes or whatever that you're needing on Thanksgiving, or gas stations, airports, uh, service stations, uh, grocery stores, um, anything that Billy thinks might, he might actually need to use, 
he doesn't want them to be closed. He just wants Macy's to be closed. So, well, is that about, you is have that summarized. About right? You've summarized it beautifully. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> Look. Okay. What I what I think is that we have become so obsessed with a Black Friday deal, and you're <laughs> listening to the cheapest person in the world right now. First of all, so let's talk about that. I I have gone out on Black Friday, knocked the elderly over to get to a Wii game for five dollars off. I mean, or I've done sam- it. I've not. Or to I've, a sandwich, for that matter. <laughs> yes, yes. I have knocked people over to get to a sandwich. But the bottom the bottom line is I think we have hit like a tipping point now where there before it was like, okay, Black Friday was fine. You you get up, you do it, you know, whatever. Now it's it's like eating Thanksgiving. These businesses are eating Thanksgiving. And you know, to me, I just think at some point we have to say you know, okay, let's let's do the right thing by people and give them a freaking day. Okay, let them so, have the day. Okay, so to, I, let let me let me say this to that: if the American people didn't want it, the businesses wouldn't be doing it. So the well, fact is, more more and more Americans are saying Thanksgiving doesn't really matter. I can knock out the meal and let's go shopping, and that's what they're doing. And now, regardless of whether or not that's the right thing. I can't blame businesses for wanting to cash in on that when Americans are going, I don't care about Thanksgiving so much. I just want to kind of eat a little uh, bit and go and then and then go shopping. That's what they want to do. They get their federal they get like their federal saying, holiday and they go do that. Same thing but they that's do. That's kind of like saying that, but that people want trash content on TV. It's like, well, they do now because it's been fed to them. You know, the deals have been fed to people. So yeah, they yeah. want them now. But there's something to be said about that it, for that. And it's interesting because what has actually happened, according to some groups that have been looking at this, is that th- this whole movement now of some stores saying, you know, we're not going to be open on Thanksgiving. It looks very nice. It looks very good. Like TJ Maxx, they have a great ad campaign yeah. with Marshalls. Um, <clears throat> it looks great on paper, but they're actually doing it, some of these businesses. And I don't know about them, but it's actually benefiting them because by opening early, it ended up eating the weekend sales. Yeah. And it actually, a lot of these businesses made less of a profit as a result of this. So, right. you know, look, look, I, to me, I don't really care about the Americans who want this. I'm more concerned about the people who, you know, they want to be with their family and they can't because they have they, so, this is the job that they an, have. But, but so you're an advocate. You're an advocate for the Macy's worker, but not for the uh, the 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 Exxon or Wawa worker. See, that's the look, problem. I am. But I think that the difference is that Exxon in, in Wawa and grocery stores, they're not. They're not. Th- would I love for them to have off too? Yeah, I would. And I don't think anybody should be mandated to give the time off. But those businesses are not Black Friday deal businesses. They're not businesses that are opening at three a.m. at two a.m. at one a.m. They might be open twenty four hours. But my point is, it's the motivation. So, so you don't. Have, yeah, your point. Is, your point is that the motivation for being open is the problem, and not the being open. So it's not really the workers. It's the bad attitude of the owners. So you're not. You're not pro worker. You're anti bad attitude of the owner. I mean, that's yeah, your, I would that's say I would say both. So you're not pro, so both. it's not pro worker because you you're not going to stand up for the worker who's stuck working at, you know, at the Exxon or the 7-Eleven. But you are going to stand up for the worker who has to suffer and work at Macy's on Thanksgiving. Well, I look, I think there's no reason why when I was a kid, everything was closed <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Nothing was open now, around here. That's and, the same way. Yeah. But look, I think I think that. You know, we can, as a country at moments, I think, value family a little bit more. Sure. And I think, and I think this is an example of that. Do I think these are the most evil, horrible businesses in the world when yes, they won't do. give you the do. day off? Yes, you do. A little bit. I mean, yeah, I think it's see? a little evil. I, I think it's a little nasty. I do. I, I don't, I, look, 
I am all for businesses. They can make their own policies. They can be right. jerks if they want and not right. give people the day off. That's fine. Right. But I think they're jerks for doing it. When, when now let me, with this side note, if, you, if your survival is dependent on that for some reason, right, right, that's a little bit different. But I'm pretty sure Walmart and Target can get by by giving their workers Thanksgiving off. <laughs> and and, I, and let me say this. I, I don't take the na- I don't take the you're nasty for not being closed approach. <clears throat> I, I think I take the, hey, I think it's great when you close and you give your employees a day off. I think I look at it more of a when you do that, I think that's a good thing rather than when you don't do that, I think it's a bad thing. You know, and I think well, I look at it both ways. I think it's a yeah. bad thing, but I do. I, yeah, I, 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 here's what I, here's what I would love to see is I love it when businesses are closed and they say, hey, listen, we're, we're closed for Thanksgiving. We want the day off. We want our family. We want our we want our workers to have the day off. I think that's great when they do that. I think it would also be great if a store says, hey, listen, we got we're going to be open on Thanksgiving. If you don't want to come shopping, we get that. We're, we're going to have deals. And anybody who works for us, we're going to give you you get holiday hazard pay or whatever, you know, for, for working at our place on, I think that would be awesome too, if they wanted to do that. But again, it's the business's call and uh, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to advocate for the rights, <laughs> the quote rights of the Macy's worker to be, to stay home on Thanksgiving and then ignore the quote rights of the, uh, you know, the, the seven 11 worker who has to work on Thanksgiving. I, I, I think that they're, well, it's just taking a stand on the, there's a difference. There is a huge difference between between again. It's the motivation. You're only opening at three a.m. so you can offer these. It's all about Black Friday. It's all about the frenzy of which. By the way, but you're advocating against. You're not advocating against Black Friday. You're advocating against working on Thanksgiving. Well, but but the reason that they're working on Thanksgiving is because Black Friday has consumed Thanksgiving now too. I mean, this started a few years ago yeah. where it was it was you know what it's not good enough that we open at midnight on Black Friday after Thanksgiving is over. We now want to open at three p.m. or at three a.m. the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. At, at midnight tonight, the sales start. Okay, yeah. it's Wednesday. Yeah. We're taping this on Wednesday at midnight yeah. tonight. The sales start. That so it is partially about Black Friday because look. There's a level of greed there, and that's fine. Businesses and greed's not when you're a business, you need to survive. But there's a level of greed there, I think, in not really giving that to your workers when you can. I don't yeah. think 7-Eleven can. I, those other businesses that are 24 hours really can't do that. But I think well, Walmart's 24 think hours. A, well, yeah, Walmart isn't always 24 hours, but for the ones that are, again, the point is for a holiday, they can give people. I, I think they should do the same for Christmas. I mean, look. It's crazy to me. A lot of these workers are people who really, um, you know, are in a position where they can't say no. They have to work that day. They need that job. And so they do it. And that's fine. The business has the right. And I'm not ignoring their right. I'm just taking a stand like we do on every other issue. And I think the stand is (laughs) the stand is the right thing to do is dot, dot, dot. But you don't have to do it. You can be jerks. I don't think they're a jerk for not. Now, now let me say this. I do. If my, they get to all go home and do it with their, I, spend I, it with their I, family. I, I, Although, I, you think the board members of Walmart are working? The board um, members have earned the position. The board members have earned the position they're in now to get to take the day off. Now, let me uh, let blah, me blah, blah, let, blah. now let me say this. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you that if my wife worked at Macy's and Macy says you got to come in on Thanksgiving and work all day on Thanksgiving, I'd be upset, and I would think and I would be calling them jerks. Even though philosophically, I don't think that, you know, I, but if my, if my, if my ox were being gored, I'd be upset. Absolutely. But as, as but a general principle of things, that? why this is, and I'm not because saying I'm you're a doing horrible, this, hateful think, person, Billy, obviously. 
But look, I think that Republicans tend to do this in conservatives. I'm not saying you are, because I think you're a very compassionate person. But it's like worship of guns and worship of business, which I think both business and guns are wonderful <laughs> things in the right context. Yeah, yeah. It's like when it comes to those two things, they can do no wrong and there can be no wrong. And I just sometimes I just get a little bit I, I start to become Bernie Sanders a little bit and then I and then I sort of vomit and, and turn away from it. But, you know, like you just you have this moment where you're like, well, is that really like is it really that important that so, you're going to sell a bunch of Furbies to people? So do you, th- and do you, think you know what I mean? Like I just you're going to you're going to call us unrelated, but I don't think that it is. Do you think it's bad that pastors work on Sundays? Well, again, that's a vocation that depends on it. Unless you're a Seventh Day Adventist, it depends. <laughs> you know, I, 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 well, I mean, they're they taking it, they're, the Sabbath. They're working on the Sabbath. Oh no, actually, they would work on Sundays. What am I talking about? Saturdays are day. Well, look, I I know that you're trying to, and I do think it's a, somewhat I'm unrelated. I'm just being a turd. But, well, that falls into the category of a gas station. I mean, look, sure. if you're if if you're purpose is to i mean look that that's the day they work i mean that just is what it is and yeah. i'm sure pastors can find another day to, yeah. to have some time off so yeah. you know i look i'm not and i shouldn't use the word jerk i'm using that lightly i don't look, i know i mean are. i'm i don't think they're all horrible businesses i just think it's not a nice thing i, I don't I, see, I don't enjoy it right and i will reiterate what i think i think that if you give <laughs> if you close and give your employees the day off on thanksgiving i think that's a good thing for you to do if you don't do it, that doesn't mean I think it's a bad thing. Does that make sense? I mean, I, lo- I look at it from the positive. Like, if you are generous enough to give the day off to employees that you love, then fantastic. But if you're not, then that's okay. It's your call. It's your call. And I, don't but, know but, but, I mean, that's that's sort of like, well, you know, if Planned Parenthood doesn't want to have a mammogram it's machine, nothing they like, don't have no, no, to. No. It's nothing like Planned Parenthood and mammograms. Call. It's nothing that's like it. Call. It's they nothing don't like machines. It's nothing like... It's but they, but like why we shouldn't Planned be Parenthood. angry? They don't need them. Look, if Planned <laughs> Parenthood wants to have a mammogram machine, have, that's great. How do these but two if they things don't, have anything to do with each other? But wait a minute. But it's, <laughs> just, it's an organization having its own end. right. You're just a lunatic. It's, you it's have an gone organization having its own right. No, listen. Listen, if Planned Parenthood does, does want to have a mammogram machine, that's wonderful. If they don't, they shouldn't have to. How does this have anything to do with what we were just talking about? I am Nothing. totally flummoxed right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to enrage you. I was but, gonna, I was about to get into a nice little nap here as you were clamoring on, and now you've said something totally horribly <laughs> outrageous. No, I mean, obviously, I just wanted to say that to enrage you. But I, know. I, I just don't love it. I don't like it. I think I'd be more likely, no joke, to shop at a business that does give people that sure. day because I no, feel that's less true. And about in it. fact, you brought up, and I think it was worth. I think it's a worthy thing to bring up. Chick Fil A. They give all their employees Sundays off. I think that's great. That's one of the reasons I like to go to Chick Fil A. Not just because I like the food. I like to support a business that advocates values that I line up with, and that's something that I totally respect that they do. That they that they're closed on Sundays. And I think that's a I think that's a valid thing. But again, but I'm looking, but, I'm looking, but I look at it as that's cool of I that is cool of Chick Fil A to do that. I don't look bad. I don't look down on any other company like McDonald's or any of their other competitors who stay open on Sunday. I don't look down on that. I, whoa, 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 whoa! I but but it's the the principle for me is the same. The fact that Chick Fil A does it is a is a good thing to me. The fact that McDonald's doesn't isn't a bad thing to me. That makes well, sense? I love to That's label my same things principle. bad. Well, I know that you do because you're just Nancy negative. 
I just <laughs> look that you're comparing two holidays, okay, a year, giving two people two days a year off to one a week. There's a huge difference. Give people the holiday, you but, jerks. But, but 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 my reasoning for why I see look at it the positive versus the negative is the same for both situations. I'm just saying I think look, it's nice that Chris, they do that. I if they don't, yeah, fine. I, I understand you have an altered a big business a in your off. house and you a, sit at it every I night. I can't get a day off from you. That's for certain. <laughs> every um, day. All right. Well, I think I think we need to run our interview with well, John Burke. Okay. So let's uh, let's do this. What interview are you talking about, Billy? <laughs> so Pastor John Burke, who we did have on the show not too long ago, Gateway Church down in Texas, he wrote the book. Um, and the name is slipping my mind because I'm a professional, um, about, about <laughs> near death experiences, which, which, um, I think right. is fascinating. We talk right. about, we'll talk about the book in the interview, but, um, we had him on the show to talk about that, but we went back to him and asked him like, what are the top five things that people experience most people who claim they've died and they visited heaven? What are those sort of consistent themes? And so he, he lays those out for us in this interview. Is it imagine heaven? Is that the name of the mm, book? Yes. Okay. With Don Piper, I'm looking no. it up for you. It says, "Imagine <laughs> no, heaven." Not. It says, "Imagine, no. imagine heaven." Near death experiences, God's promises, and the Wait. exhilarating future that awaits you by John Burke and Don no, Piper. You have it right. You have. Wait a minute. No, Don Piper wrote the foreword. Actually, oh, okay. we had Don Piper on the show too. All right, I was just looking yes, it up for you book, because imagine you didn't heaven. have the name because you're classless and pro lack it's, professionalism. It's, it's imagine heaven. That's right. <laughs> All right, so would you like for me to go ahead and start this interview then with uh, Mr. John Burke talking about roll it? Okay, here we go. It's Billy Hollowell here with the Church Boys, and we have somebody back on the line who was actually um, with us not too long ago on the show. It's Pastor John Burke. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks. So, well, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming back on. We. Uh, we had a great discussion about your book, Imagine Heaven, and obviously this topic of near-death experiences has been huge. And, you know, I don't know if you saw the headlines, that movie, um, oh gosh, what is Miracle it? Miracle from Heaven. Yes, Miracles from Heaven, which was based on the book. That, that story is a little different because the little girl didn't, I mean, she hit her head, but she didn't flatline or almost die. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Had you, had you looked into that story at all? I actually hadn't. I saw it on your site. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there, I mean, that's the thing is, Billy, there, there literally, there are millions of these. And uh, even as we did this in our, <coughs> in our church, I had all these people come up and go, I, I've only told one other person this. Uh, and, you know, I, I talk about how it's estimated about one out of 25 people have had one of these experiences. And that's why I wanted to write about it. Cause I, I want, People interpret it many different ways, but I wanted to show how the commonalities of what they're saying really align with the scriptures and what we should expect. Well, and that's why you know, I thought it'd be fun to have you back today to talk through, you know, real, I'm just going to throw it out to you. You know, you've looked at so many of these cases, I mean, probably more than, than most people have. What are, let's say, the top five things that people, that are the most common that people experience seeing um, when they when they die and, and claim to go to heaven. Okay, and let me <coughs> let me just make one caveat: is that you know 
one of the things that is a commonality is that people say they experience some boundary or barrier that they knew they couldn't cross or they couldn't come back to earth. And I think that's very important <coughs> because they're not experiencing the, the finality of, of the afterlife. It's, it's, it's some kind of peak in. Um, and I think that's important because uh, otherwise I think you can make false assumptions uh, about it. But let me, having said that, let me tell you some of the commonalities. One sure. is that when people die, they leave their body, but they're more alive than they've ever been before. So they, they're fully themselves. In fact, it's hard for them to realize they're dead many times because they feel more alive and not just with five senses, but like with 50 senses. And, and so they, you know, that's a part of what is common. Uh, another one is uh, oftentimes they'll see loved ones or, or people who have already died uh, and they know them. So we know each other. And, and we experience the, the continuity of relationship from here on earth. Uh, another commonality is seeing beauty, uh, beauty not unlike the beauty of earth. Um, many people report mountains or trees or flowers or fields, uh, you know, beautiful grass. But what's really common is that they're experiencing it in another dimension of time and space. So, for instance, time, they talk about, it's not linear. It's really what Peter said when he, when he said to God, a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years. And it's fascinating when you hear them in their own words trying to explain it, even though they maybe haven't even read that. Uh, also space, you know, they talk, many talk about the brilliant, vibrant colors. Uh, I mean, more vibrant, more alive than you've ever imagined and colors beyond our spectrum. And, and that's really common as well. Many people see this, uh, this brilliant man of light that they consistently describe as brighter than the sun, but not difficult to look at. The very source of all energy of unconditional love and, and acceptance, and he is a person. He knows them personally. And interestingly, those who know Jesus know he's Jesus. Um, and I point that out. You know, Jesus said, uh, my sheep know my voice, and they listen to me, and they follow me. Those who don't, they, they don't know exactly who it is, but they know this is God. And in his presence, they feel so at home. They never, they never want to leave. Uh, now so non-Christians too, sorry, but, but so non-Christians too yes, experience that. That's true. Um, that's true. In fact, uh, let, me, let me read you this one. That's, you know, maybe you get an idea. This one woman said, I went through this, when she died, I went through this dark black tunnel at super speed. You can compare it to a tunnel. And I saw a bright light and on my way there I heard beautiful music and saw colors I'd never seen before. And then she says, from the moment the light spoke to me, I felt secure and loved. The love that came from this light was just unimaginable, indescribable. And then she says, but it was a person and, and a person uh, with a sense of humor too. And I never wanted to leave the presence of this person. Then what's interesting, and this is another commonality, is a life review in the presence of this, this man of light they know to be God. She said, I, um, my whole life so far appeared before me in a kind of panoramic three-dimensional review, and each event seemed to be accompanied by an awareness of good and evil, or insight into its cause and effect. But I saw things not only from my own point of view, I knew the thoughts of everybody that had been involved, and... <clears throat> The review stressed the importance of love. Wow. 
So what I'm showing, and this is common, and so what I'm showing is um, many times people interpret these and I think they misinterpret them because they really don't know what Jesus taught. They don't know what the prophets taught. They don't know what the expect expectation uh, of heaven should be. So for instance, some people say um, that in the presence of this being, this man of light, who I point out is exactly who Daniel saw, uh, it's exactly who Paul saw on the Damascus Road. It's exactly who John saw in his vision on the island of Patmos, vision of heaven. And and he lines up in character exactly like uh, Jesus and the, and, and the God of the Bible. But people often say, because I, I didn't feel judged from him, I felt... I felt no condemnation. I felt unconditional love and acceptance, but he also showed me, and I saw very clearly my good and bad actions and even thoughts and motives, and I was my own judge. I was harder on myself than, than God was. Some falsely assume then that, see, there's no judgment, and it's all good. And I point out, though, that that, that is actually just um, ignorance of the scriptures, because there are two judgments. One is the great white throne, uh, and the other is the bema seat, which is a, actually a rewards ceremony. But Jesus himself said in Matthew 12, 36, I tell you, everyone will give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words will you be acquitted, and by your words will you be condemned. So this life review in the presence uh, of, of this God who is unconditional love and and, and it isn't standing ready to condemn. Well, that's exactly what Jesus did with the woman caught in adultery. He said, I don't condemn you now. Now go and sin no more. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So all these things, when you start to see what people consistently report and, and how it aligns with the scriptures, I mean, it really is phenomenal. You, you, you realize, oh my gosh. Like, this is real, and this is true, and everything Jesus said about the life to come, that's the one to live for, you know? And that, that's really what I'm hoping that people get from this book, is the realization, you know, so many times we can picture a great retirement, so we live for it, we plan for it, we save for it, we sacrifice for it, but we don't think at all about the life to come. And yet, Colossians 3 says, set your mind not on earthly things, but set your mind on things above. So <clears throat> that's interesting, all of that about the, the most common – would you say those are sort of the most common elements? Like as you've gone through the stories, those are the things that pop out the most to you? Yeah, those are some of the things that I, that I think they're, they're most common uh, and they, they commonly align you know, with the scriptures as well. So my last question for you uh, is and – and I think this is – obviously you know there's a lot of critique of these stories, people saying they're not true and, and we talked about this a little bit last time. Again, you know, why do you think that people, even in the story, and you mentioned the, the story about uh, Miracles from Heaven that we, that we wrote on The Blaze, a lot of the comments, very negative. Here we go again. They're trying to sell a book. They're trying, you know, they're, they're making this up. Why do you think people react to these stories in that way? Well, I think, I think a little me a measure of skepticism is, is good. It's not, that's not bad. I mean, I, I'm not encouraging people to form their view of heaven from a few individual stories that I do believe are interpretations of an experience that's beyond this world. I mean, it's kind of like trying to describe to a flat two-dimensional world that's only black and white what three dimensions of color are like. You're, you're going to struggle. 
you're going you're gonna to have to interpret things in two-dimensional words, and it's not going to totally make sense. And I don't think you should gain your view of heaven from one individual story. That's why I'm trying to show across the boards, all right, but we've got to think about these things because millions now have had them. If one out of 25, it's estimated, have had a near-death experience, how does this align with what the Bible says and what we should expect? And what I'm trying to show is, you know, there's good reason to believe that these are, most, many of them, gifts from God trying to show us, trying to point us to the gift of heaven and what he's done for us in Christ. And I don't think we can ignore it. Well, listen, John, I love it. I, I appreciate you taking the time again. It was great talking with you. And hopefully we can have you back again. We'd love to, we'd love to have a debate about this um, between you and, you know, we've talked to some other scholars who take a different a different viewpoint on it would be, would be a lot of fun to keep talking about it. I don't think I don't think we've heard the last of these stories, obviously, and I think um, it's compelling and it's interesting, and people want to know more. They want to understand it. So I appreciate you taking the time to help us try to explore some of that. Oh, well, thanks, thanks for uh, doing it. I'd love to. I'd love to go at it. The truth has nothing to fear, so let's go for it. Let's do it. All right, great. Well, we'll definitely have you back. Thanks again. All right, thanks. And we are back after our beautiful, wonderful, stupendous interview with Jonathan Burke. Author of Imagine uh, Heaven, Near-Death Experiences, and God it? Promises, an exhilarating future that awaits you. There you go. Details, details. <laughs> Did you love it? <laughs> it was fantastic. You have, no much, well, you have no idea how much I enjoy listening to you interview. <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> yeah, Nobody so, believes me when I just what I what I love though about this is that this guy there was a lot of critics of this right yeah, and he's yeah, not yeah, a critic yeah, he's somebody yeah. who says look I've looked at all these cases and I believe it and here's what I think is pretty common and I right. thought that was I think it's fascinating yeah absolutely I totally agree all right well we're rounding out to the end of our show <laughs> can we have the... awkward transition music please Chris what are you most thankful for oh my god. Oh, no. Are you done? I have awkwardly transitioned. What are you most thankful for? Caitlin. Bruce, Bruce Caitlin. Oh, boy. What? Are, no, seriously, what are you most thankful for? Oh. I'm asking you this. Oh, oh, oh. Um, let's see. Let, let, let me... I, I sent a... Because Liz is putting her piece together, which, by the way, you should read. Uh, I, what am I put on the list? I'll let you read what's on my list. I actually put you on my list. Did you know that? You did? I did. That's really nice. What a nice Christian. It is. So I, I and I put in there, you know, some stuff about faith and things and, and you know, and God and church and family and all that, you know, regular Shinola that we obviously are thankful for. I mean, it's like by default, I'm thankful for those <laughs> things, but it's good to say those things and put them out there so you take a stand. But, you know, I'm I'm super thankful for the people we work with, I mean, I really am. We have a lot of really stellar people. Um, you know, there, there are ups and downs in every com in every company from the blaze to, you know, Walmart, any place else. And, and the people, people who, uh, who weather through, uh, changes and, and stuff that goes on. And again, not negative things necessarily just change. Like things change all the time. And so when person, when people leave and other people step up to the plate and, and take care of business, I, I'm proud of the, the things that our staff does and the work that they do. And, and, and I think that we have a staff of people here that who genuinely care about each other. I mean, you know, we, we even care about each other, you and me. Uh, and 
Yeah, I, I, I imagine I, that. <laughs> but I like that. I like that about the place that we work. I'm I'm very thankful for this place that we work. That's really was that, nice. Was that serious that. enough for you? Yeah, that was like super serious. Right. I mean, it beats my wheat thins thing. <laughs> I mean, it really, for, it really for, does. I'm thankful for wheat thins too. All right, I'm going to say what I'm thankful for. Okay. I am thankful for the reminder in life that, and, and I'm trying to think of the best way to word it, but basically I'm a complainer. I complain sometimes and I get frustrated and I, and Chris knows this because he gets all of my chats. Um, and I love to complain and, and I won worst complainer as I bring up all the time as one of my senior superlatives. Uh, but I, I get the reminder every once in a while of you need to stop complaining. And so it's something that I, I know I need to work on. It's something I've needed to work on for years, but that reminder I'm mo I'm most thankful for because it really brings me back into realizing all the things that I do have and why am I yeah. complaining and you know unfortunately sometimes those reminders come when you see the plight of other people or you see something difficult and you're right. like okay yeah. wow that's really what a problem is and you know having bad gas pains is not a problem um, well. or whatever it is that's upsetting <laughs> me that day so I but in seriousness that reminder I'm yeah. thankful for and with that you know my I had a baby, a new baby this year who was right. healthy and, um, you know, a three-year-old who is crazy, but I love her and, you know, a, what a great wife and, and, um, you know, this show, which has been really fun this year. And in fact, Chris, we've almost gone for a year now, which is kind of crazy. I know it's weird. Um, it's weird. It's really weird. And, you know, all of the listeners, and I just, there's so many things to be thankful for. Um, I'll stop going on about it now, but, Good. um, that there you go. Okay, I mean, I'm so just very happy. I, I guess then I have to ask the second question then that we've been asking everybody else. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, as we speak right now, we're having the night before Thanksgiving annual Christmas gift box Italian extravaganza at my in-laws' house, which <laughs> I'm late for. Everybody loves an Italian everybody extravaganza. Else is, is there now? Gunfire. We go into the <laughs> <laughs> we go into the attic and we take down all of the Christmas boxes. Oh, which you're at your in-laws' place, yeah. There are like 50 of them um, to decorate their house. And and that's what I'm doing tonight. And then tomorrow we get together at my sister-in-law's house and have dinner, and um, it, which is a lot of fun. There's four kids um, ages four or under, so you can imagine now, it's a little chaotic there. Now, your sister-in-law, they live close to you and your, and your in-laws? Uh, so my sister-in-law lives about five minutes away from us, and wow. my in-laws are about a half an hour away. All so, right. um, yeah, pretty close. All right, good. All right. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. No, oh, you must be an owner at Walmart. Right, exactly. Uh, no, we're uh, we have a bunch of family coming to town. We'll be over at my mom and dad's place, and some friends coming to town from from the from the coast. And I don't know, just eating a bunch and watching football and being loud and you know talking. <laughs> That's I. It's you should be around my family sometime. We're like we're we're the we're a, an extremely Americanized version of Italians. We eat and talk well, a lot. So there you go. Well, there you go. And we've got all our Christmas um, decorating done. Usually that's Thanksgiving weekend. Did that all last weekend. The kids decorated the Christmas tree last night because we've got a, a shortened Christmas season for us because of some traveling we're doing in mid-late December. So, yeah. So there you go. And and, and not I, I can't top 60 boxes like what you're pulling down from your in-laws, but... We have, we, have, we have about 30 in our attic that I took down and then put back up this week. So, Well, that's my, almost my wife, as pathetic. My um, all right, lame. well, so there you go. read your Qurans. And have a happy have a happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Hopefully you're not stuck working in a department store with Chris Field defending the workers who own it. Hope, hopefully you're not stuck ever hosting a podcast with Billy Hallowell because you'll be miserable.
Mary Kwanzaa. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Mary Kwanzaa. I, that's not yet. Oh, we're not there yet. That's next month. That's next month. We got we got a we got a, we got a while to go before we celebrate Kwanzaa. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. So are you done? I'm all done. The, all the listeners are waiting for us to hang up and play our beautiful closing music. We'll talk to you later. Church boy.